Jesus told a story, and I had this vision of people, like he's telling a story, and they're trying to say, you know what this guy just said? And I could see that story spreading. And of course, how did all the people who came to hear about Jesus, there wasn't, you know, the, the communication abilities we have now. And so you had people sharing the story with somebody else and people coming and saying, I want to learn more. And, you know, here's a guy walking by listening and going, I want to get more of that. I want to share more of that. So it, this is a great tool for evangelization in a very, very practical way. We're taking the message of Jesus, the stories of Jesus, and we're, we're simply putting them out there so that people can hear them. And there's a lot of people who very intentionally listen to Catholic Radio, but I'm guessing there's a lot of people who are flipping through the channels, who are walking by the open door of, of the, the tractor cab or whatever right. it is, and they hear something and it triggers and they're saying, that's really interesting. And that's how the crowds grew. And that's how the crowds grow. This year, your officials are making big decisions that will shape the future of life and dignity in Minnesota. Together, we can make sure Catholic voices count at the Capitol. This is Rachel Herbeck of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. On February 19th, join Minnesota Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Register today for this amazing day of prayer, inspiration, education, and advocacy to hear from speakers including Jim Caviezel from The Passion of the Christ. Get tickets and busing details at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It's going to be amazing. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. At the University of Mary, affordable access to Catholic higher education is vitally important. Thanks to generous donors who believe in the value of Catholic education, eligible graduates of Catholic high schools receive free room and board. And students who choose our groundbreaking year-round campus option can earn a bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four, saving money while getting a head start on their career. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's come to Mary. Com. As we conclude the year of grace 2018 and begin a new year of grace and promise in 2019, I, as Monsignor Schumacher, a host of Real Presence Radio, wish you a blessed new year and God's continued protection and grace. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. And good morning, our listeners all over the uh, region. You're with The Real Presence Live. My name is Paul Braun. Filling in today as a host, I'm the uh, Director of Communications for the Diocese of Fargo. I don't really do a lot of radio anymore, but every chance I get, I, I sure enjoy it. Well, you and, do a fantastic uh, <laughs> job, Paul. <laughs> Great. And and Janine, you're, you, you've done this a lot, or I, I imagine. I, I don't do this a lot anymore. So, uh. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's uh, God calls us in uh, strange and mysterious ways. And if you ever would have said, you're going to be on radio, I would have said, you're crazy. <laughs> but I I feel really, really blessed. And, and uh, it's... Um, it's an incredible experience. Well, let's bring in our wonderful production assistant this morning. Uh, Aww, how are thanks. you this morning? I'm doing pretty well. How about you guys? <laughs> and uh, the the you're gonna kind of clue us in on uh, our winter weather. Yep. Oh so, boy. Today in Rolla, North Dakota, it'll be partly sunny at the high near 11. Tonight, mostly cloudy with the low around six. 
And in Bath, South Dakota, mostly sunny, the high near 23. Tonight, mostly cloudy, the low around 11. And in Forest City, Iowa, sunny with a high near 29. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 20. And if you're near or in Big Falls, Minnesota, mostly cloudy with a high near 17. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 10. And for Zap, North Dakota, mostly sunny with a high near 31. Tonight, increasing clouds with a low around 15. Did you say 31 in Zap? Yep. I'm yep. zipping the zap. Right there. <laughs> hey, <laughs> zap boom. I'm, I'm just hearing 20s and I'm going, you know, my birthday is in the middle of January and it's always like 20 below zero. My husband's, hey, you want to go out to eat for dinner? No, I just want to stay in. <laughs> but could, it's going to be in the 20s. Could be worse. My dear wife is the day after Christmas. Okay. <laughs> she got we a always, <laughs> But we always go skiing on her birthday. She always likes to do that. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so, um, and uh, any, anyway, we appreciate Greg for, uh, for the uh, the update. We appreciate that very much. Thank you, Gregory. Um, well, um, our next guest that we have is uh, from the Diocese of Rapid City. She works for the Office of Vocations, and uh, we have Maria Oswaldowska. Is, is, is that uh, the way to pronounce your name, Maria? It's close. Oh, it's yes. close! <laughs> Well, well, we're not, we're well, not. We, we uh, just had Schlesselman, so <laughs> it's, it's okay. Oh, it's, but it's no, okay. please, please tell us how it's pronounced, Maria. Well, it's Oswaldowska. Um, it's Polish. Okay. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, and the the Polish. Uh, oh, I just love the Polish community. Man, oh man, I'm beautiful. not Polish though. <laughs> You're not. You just married into the name. Okay. Yes. 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 I'm Hispanic. <laughs> oh, well, I thought Maria. I was talking to my daughter. I'm like, what a beautiful name. It's Hispanic and Polish together. That's really cool. <laughs> it is. Yes. Well, we certainly appreciate you joining yes, us this morning. Yes. Um, uh, basically, the the first question, just right out the box, uh, in what way are we called? to be disciples of the Lord. We just had a big convocation of parish leaders here in the Fargo area uh, right last in November, first part of December, and we were being called to discipleship, called to be missionary disciples. Is that what that means, Maria? We are all called to be disciples, yes. So at the end of the Gospel in Matthew, we hear Jesus say, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. And we, as uh, lay people, are also called to that. Sometimes we, we don't uh, recognize our calling as that, but we are really called to follow the Lord and, um, and follow the plan He has for us. So what does that mean, then? What, what, when, when, when we are called to be disciples, and he, we have to be part of that plan that He has for us. What does that mean? What, what is that word, disciple? What does that mean? A disciple, yes. So in Jesus' time, being a disciple meant that you not only followed uh, your master or your teacher, but you actually lived with them, you learned from them, you tried to imitate them in the sense that you would become another one of them. So we are called to become like Jesus. We are called to follow him and his teachings and bring others to him. That, that is uh, such a great 
definition of the word disciple, Maria. And, uh, you know, currently I'm reading a book from, uh, it's Carol Hauslander, and it's the Rita God. And it's so cool because Mary is like the perfect disciple. I mean, she is the perfect vessel. She's the perfect disciple. And we can so look to our mother Mary to help us uh, in how to be a good disciple of Jesus as well. Yes, you're right. She was uh, his first disciple, and she can teach us so much about following him, loving him, and doing his will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and that's that's one of the the coolest quotes quotes that I've found in this book, and and it's that it's easier for us to think Jesus is like just beside us or just in front of us versus within us and working through our work and being a true disciple is when we can really recognize Jesus living within us and that we are doing, he's doing his work through us. I mean, that, that is, I think, the height of, of realizing that you're a disciple. So at, yes. at times, Maria, you know, one may look at someone else who they think is a great disciple of the Lord and try to emulate them. Is that always a wise thing? I think we kind of answered that a little bit with Mary, but what about other, other people in our lives? Well, I think uh, we can use it as a guide, but uh, as I heard once, uh, you know, uh, don't try to be anybody else. Everybody else is taken. Be yourself. And God has a call for each and every one of us. So even though, yes, we are called to imitate Jesus, and we definitely, Mary and the saints are great examples um, to follow. The one we should really try to emulate is Jesus, God. Oh, that's, that, that is just so beautifully said, because you're so right. Uh, you know, we're all made in, in that unique you know, there's no other fingerprint like our own. There's no other job that God has for another person like he has for us. And and recognizing that is, is so cool. Well, what about uh, when, when you take a look at uh, some of the evangelization that's going on in some of our parishes and so forth, uh, it's common. We have groups of people. They're splitting apart from, like, there's men's groups, there's young women's groups, there's singles groups, young adult groups. Um, is it beneficial to, to, for people to uh, maybe evangelize in groups like that, or do we need to be a little more uh, outgoing and more inclusive uh, for all types of, of people when we evangelize? Well, I think we have to realize that we are one body, we are one church, and uh, so we cannot lose that from our sight. But on the other hand, it's good for us to relate with, you know, other people with whom we have something in common. So that's why we have men's groups, you know, where you can grow in fellowship and in your grow in your faith with other people that have kind of like your same situations or this same way uh, you think. And so, you know, it's impossible to say that, you know, we'll evangelize the same uh, men and women and young adults and children. We each have our own needs. So I think that 
breaking up in groups is beneficial, but we should never lose sight that we are one body, one church. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I just want to take a moment to thank everybody who's listening to Real Presence Live at this time. And uh, we are honored and blessed to have Maria Oswaldowska uh, joining us from the Diocese of Rapid City. And she's talking to us this morning about discipleship. So Paul, uh, Paul Braun, my co-host, and uh, myself, Janine Bitson, we are just very honored to have you, Maria. Um, you have a retreat coming up, and uh, tell us uh, what it's going to be focused on, and who is it focused on? Yeah, so we have a um, young women's discipleship retreat, and this is for young women ages 16 to 35. And uh, the theme this year is, I have called you each by name. And uh, so the, the purpose of the retreat is, uh, you know, we'll have a Josephine sister visiting us. Uh, it's uh, Sister Maria Romero. She's a native from El Salvador. She's actually a niece uh, of St. Oscar Romero. Uh, and it will be a great uh, blessing to have her lead the girls and uh, and giving them tools to deepen their friendship with Jesus and see more clearly what his plan for their lives is, no matter what that may be. So it, it is not a retreat only if you're considering a religious vocation. We all have a vocation, and this retreat is for those young women to have the courage to talk to the Lord, ask Him what is their individual call, help them listen to the Lord, and do His will in their lives. That, that is so important, Maria, to, to have those opportunities for young women to come together because, you know, they're going through a process of discernment, you know, whether it's discernment to be married, discernment to lead a single life, uh, whether it's as a sister, uh, a religious, or maybe a consecrated virgin as well. And yeah. so what a great opportunity to have a retreat for young women, 18 to 35, and boy, to have the niece of uh, St. Austin. Oscar Romero. That's very, very special. Yes, it is. It is very special. So we're very happy that uh, she'll she agreed to come and serve the the, ret the retreat. And we're hoping that uh, many young girls, uh, ages sixteen to thirty-five, uh, so um, high schoolers and college-aged uh, young women, would come to hear the Lord and deepen their relationship with Jesus Christ and and hear what he has for them. And I would say, don't be afraid. Sometimes, you know, we're afraid to ask, and we think, well, you know, what if God calls me to this or that, and I don't feel called to it? And, you know, Jesus is a true gentleman, and he'll never call us to something that we don't want, and uh, he's with us all the time. So he's, he's ready to, you know, show us this great plan he has for us. So when is this retreat going to be taking place? Can you give us a kind of some, some logistical details, so to speak, the the cost, when and where, and 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 how folks can sign up? Uh, yeah, sure. So it's going to happen January twenty fifth through the twenty seventh. Uh, there's a fifty dollar cost uh, that includes everything, and it will uh, be ho uh, hosted here at the uh, retreat center in Rapid City Terra Sancta Retreat Center. And uh, interested girls can sign up at godscall.org slash events 
uh, the Office of Vocations also has a post on the Facebook uh, page, and it's also on the Diocese and the Rapid City, uh, the Diocese of Rapid City's website. Oh, that's fantastic, Maria. I, I can't think of a better place to be in the wintertime than Rapid City, South Dakota. It's just so gorgeous, and the, the climate's not quite the same as it is up here, like in the, pl- in the, the plains. Sure, <laughs> it, sure. It's, it's, so, it's, it's such a not. beautiful area there, and, and what a wonderful place to have a retreat. Yeah, and, and you know, Maria, the thing I just want to reiterate is um, those authentic friendships. We talked about that with Munsinger Schleselman, but uh, it is important to have those individual groups, too, and a chance for young women to get together and to help um, spend time with Jesus and, and to have them have help discerning. Uh, there's this whole big world in front of them. And thank you so much for providing this retreat. Yes, and well, and hopefully this will not be only for the retreat, but it will be something that you will carry with you for the rest of your life and will lead you wherever the, lo- the Lord takes you. All right. Maria Oswodowska, did I get that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, From the Diocese of Rapid City, we want to thank you so much for joining us on Real Presence Live. And uh, we hope you have a very successful retreat. It sounds like it's going to be just a wonderful event and a very worthwhile event for young women. It will be. Thanks for having me. Thank you. We're going to take a short break right now, but when we return... It's going to be time to take that trip around the listening area. You're going to tie up your shoes, buckle your belts, hang on, here we go. It's coming up next on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Father Will Thompson. And he's Michael Wild. And we both host Real, Real Presence, Presence Live. Live. We'd like to wish you a very happy new year. Blessings to you in 2019. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Would you like to produce our local program, Real Presence Live? The RPR Network is seeking a part-time producer for RPL, which airs Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. A qualified candidate will line up guests for weekly shows, write promotional pieces, run the audio board, manage podcasts, and create show promos. At least a two-year associate's degree in communication or media is preferred. If interested, please call me, Brandon Clark, at 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. The Wanzig Family Foundation has proudly supported the mission of Real Presence Radio since 2004. With their help, we've been able to continue spreading Jesus Christ's message of hope throughout North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. 
The Wanzik Family Foundation is dedicated to supporting Catholic initiatives and programs, like our weekly local show, Real Presence Live, heard on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, with the encores on Saturdays. Thank you to the Wanzik Family Foundation for being a part of this family of faith and hope. There's a certain amount of trust uh, in the people who are in the ministry of providing Catholic radio and in the programming that they bring on for people. Mm -hmm. And I found in the beautiful story of Real Presence Radio here, such a wonderful job that these people do that people come to expect and know that what they're going to hear is what they should be able to hear. So it's a real mission. The bishops are behind it. I've had the privilege of getting a call from members of the board saying, Bishop Hepner, would you be interested to give Bishop Serba a call over in Duluth? We think maybe there's an opportunity for a station there. And I'm more than happy to do that. And Bishop Serba takes that call and says, oh, that's wonderful. You know, I, I, I'm certainly interested in that. So all of a sudden, there's something in Duluth. I had the privilege of calling Bishop Quinn in Winona not too long ago. Uh, would you mind calling Bishop Quinn in Winona? Oh, I'd be glad to do that. Now, look at where the spirits led it and Winona's on board. Hi, I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Father Mark Lichter. And we want to wish you a Happy New Year. And I'd like to give you a blessing. May Almighty God bless you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit remain with you forever and ever. Happy Happy New New Year. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. All right, Paul Brown here, uh, hosting with uh, Janine Bitson. We are having a wonderful time. and Start up those engines, fire the engine up, fasten the seatbelts, foot on the accelerator. Here we go. It is our 10-minute tour around the area. We are bringing in Deacon Tom Geffrey from the uh, St. James Basilica. You've got an event going on. Go, Deacon! Yes, sir. We have a Eucharistic Miracle display that is going to be presented on Monday night. January 14th at 7 7 p.m. This display will feature somewhere between 12 and 16 posters of the 150 photo posters that that are in the display. Uh, They'll be talked about. uh, People can read about what the miracles, uh, different miracles are. Uh, This whole poster display has been put together by a 12-year-old boy in Italy Unfortunately, when he was 15 he, and he finished it, he died. So it took him three years to, to compile this wonderful display of Vatican-approved Eucharistic miracles that have happened over the many centuries of our church. So everybody's more than welcome. Uh, it'll be at the St. James Basilica and Jamestown Community Room. Lunch uh, will be served. So we hope to see you there. And when is this going to take place again, Deacon Jack, uh, Jeffrey? Monday night, January 14th at 7 p.m. Well, what, now, what is a Eucharistic miracle? Uh, what is a, the definition of a Eucharistic miracle? It is something that happens to the host that uh, is extraordinary. Um, one of the primary ones is uh, one where the flesh actually, the host actually turned into flesh. And that has been scientifically investigated, and it actually is the flesh of a heart that has gone under great strain. Uh, that's one of the most endearing and the, the most valuable miracles that that uh, I think has ever been been uh, that happened. 
that'll be fine. All right, Deacon Tom Geoffrey, thank you so much. I hope people head out to your uh, your event, and that sounds like a wonderful thing. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank All right, our next trip, we are zipping on down the road. We're heading to Duluth, Saint Benedict in Duluth. They're going to host Theology Uncapped, and the theme is the Bishop's role as a shepherd of Christ's flock. Very, very important message right now, especially with the with the, the bishops meeting in Rome coming up next month, and the bishops just had their retreat. So Theology Uncapped, it's, it's dedicated to bringing people closer together through educational discussions and centering around, you know, faith-based topics, anything that can, uh, that, that can be relevant to our faith. And this event that's coming up features the topic, as I mentioned, a bishop's role as a shepherd of Christ's flock. Bishop Paul Serva of the Diocese of Duluth and Bishop Thomas Aitken of the Northeastern Minnesota Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America are going to be uh, hosting this event. It's happening next Thursday, January 17th, a week from today, at 6.30 at St. Benedict Catholic Church in Duluth, Minnesota. Dinner is included, uh, but however, seating is limited for this event, so you need to reserve your spot because we're we're just a week out. Again, it's next Thursday, January 17th at 6.30 at St. Benedict Catholic Church in Duluth. You can go to theologyuncapped.org if you want more information. Very important, uh, I think a, a very important topic, especially in light of recent events in the church. Absolutely, and the fact that it's an ecumenical event with our brothers and you know and sisters in the ELCA Lutheran Church is a fantastic opportunity in the Duluth area. So once again, Theology Uncapped, a bishop's role as a shepherd of Christ's flock, that'll be next Thursday. January 17th at 6.30, St. Benedict Catholic Church in Duluth. All right. Well, now we're going to head down uh, down that eastern border of uh, Minnesota to Rochester, and it's going to be Theology on Tap at Kathy's Pub, Rochester, Minnesota. And uh, that's going to be... Uh, you want to just look at that uh, Theology on Tap in Rochester. And then now we're going to go to the KC Breakfast in Dickinson. Mike, are you there? I'm there. I'm here. Oh, there's nothing better than a good old KC Breakfast. What are you serving up? Well, we're serving up sausage, hash browns, uh, scrambled eggs, and then you get a choice of either a caramel roll or a poppy seed roll. Ooh, that sounds good. On my way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Glad oh, to see you. When is this taking place? It's taking place Sunday. This coming Sunday? This coming Sunday, yeah. We do our breakfast the second Sunday of every month from September to March. And is that at the KC Hall? No, that's at uh, St. Joe's Church in the basement in the Pine Room. Okay. Uh, tell us a little bit about what the proceeds are going to go for. Proceeds for this are going to hospice. Oh, what a great organization to to support. And now you don't really have to attend. You can also have your breakfast delivered, can't you? Yep, we deliver breakfast. We have, uh, they can call in to the parish if they want and leave a message. Uh, when we know people want it, uh, our people we have before, we contact them ahead of time. All right. And uh, so the, the, the cost for attending this, so what, what, is, what is the cost? 
Ten dollars. Ten dollars for adults. Yep. Okay. And uh, are kids uh, a little cheaper? Yeah, I think they're seven. I, I don't remember right off my head. I think they're seven, and I forget what age we cut them off. That's what they're free. Okay. Um, it, it, if the information I have here, it says adults are $10, high school students seven, ages five to ten, four dollars kids under four eat free. All right. Okay. Mike, thank you so much for being with us today. Okay, appreciate it. Thank you. And now we head on down. Yeah, right here in Fargo, actually. Uh, there's going to be a healing service in Fargo, and we have Brendan on the line. Good morning, Janine Paul. God bless you. Good, Good morning. morning. How are you today? I am blessed like crazy. All right, well, tell Sweet. us about your healing service. Well, we're going to have a healing service Friday night, January 11th, 7 o'clock at Holy Spirit in Fargo. And then I also want to let you guys know that I'm preaching a parish mission up in Grand Forks, that Holy Family, and that's going to be the 14th through the 17th, so next Monday through Thursday. And in the morning, we're going to do a, a session on hearing the voice of God, training people in the ways of the saints and in their prayer life. You know, as Catholics, prayer is a dialogue, not a monologue, but many of us haven't been taught how to listen. So we're going to look at the life of the saints, learn from that, and then in the evening, we'll come together at 6 o'clock for a potluck, and then we'll have a session on encountering the Holy Spirit. Songs of worship, I'll preach a message, and every night we'll pray for healing. But the goal is the grace of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Oh, that sounds so awesome, Brendan. I mean, to get awesome, more in touch God. with the Holy Spirit, I mean, that uh, being that just is through our whole body, you know, if we Amen. really recognize how the Lord lives within us through the Holy Spirit. Wow. That's right. That's right. Praise God. Yeah. Well, God. And it's so exciting. You know, your area is on fire for spreading the grace of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm amazed at the Life in the Spirit seminars you guys have up there. So I know God's going to move in powerful ways. Hearts are so open in your area. I love going that way. Oh, wonderful. So wonderful. We are looking forward to having you. That's tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, and that'll be at uh, Holy Spirit church in fargo brendan thank you so much for joining us okay thanks guys god bless you all right well we've been all over the the area on this 10 minute tour and we're going to step away for just a little bit uh on the other side of the break we're going to be asking what happens when a lay person or clergy member steps out of bounds who enforces the rules of our catholic faith wait and see we'll be right back Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we want to wish you a very blessed and happy new year. Hi everyone, Steve Sponskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network, inviting you on the Real Presence Radio Northern California Mission Pilgrimage, April 4th through 9th, 2019. We will visit some of the missions of St. Junipero Serra, the wine country of the Sonoma Valley, and sites of San Francisco. We'll be staying at a beautiful retreat center with easy day trips to the sites. Cost based on double occupancy is $1,936, or if you want to get your own flight, it's $1,358. For more information, please call 877 7950122 
Well, it's extremely important. Uh, our first adventure into television and radio was through EWTN and watching Mother Angelica, saying the rosary with her, watching numerous programs. And when our bishop, Robert Bruce, asked if we would be uh, involved in bringing a radio station to western South Dakota, we jumped at the opportunity. And we were uh, involved in the original fundraising for purchasing of a transmitter facility and the licensing, etc., and we're just ecstatic about the fact that we now can reach so many more people. Our state is small population, great distances between mm -hmm. right. locations, and radio is an absolute necessity for reaching out to those. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. Hello, this is Father Ryan Moravitz. And this is Father Richard Kutz. And we'd like to wish you a Happy New Year. God bless everyone. Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. It's been a, a great morning with so many wonderful guests, and there's so many things going on in our area, listening area as well. So many, in fact. We had trouble getting Theology on Tap in Rochester introduced, and there's only five weeks left of that, uh, January 15th, 22nd, 29th, February 5th and 12th, and it's at Kathy's Pub in Rochester, so lots of great talks. And on that note, talking about Rochester, our next guest, Jenna Cooper, is from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and we are so grateful to have you join us this morning. Uh, welcome to the show, Jenna. Oh, thank you for having me. It's, it's I always love talking about canon law. So, oh, sweet. Well, it's a tough subject, so I'm glad somebody loves it. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Well, I was just down in uh, Winona. Um, last three mornings, I've had the blessing of uh, spending it with my daughter, who's a focus missionary in the, at Winona State. And so now I find out that she lives right across the street from you, Jenna. That's pretty cool. She actually, she actually does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, welcome to this show. Um, you know, it's a, it's a pretty heavy topic, but one that I'm glad you can give us a lot of uh, insight on. And first of all, um, how do you distinguish the difference between a sin, civil law violation, and canon law crimes? Okay, um... 
Well, first I can just say a, little, a word about just who I am and what I do. So, sure. Um, I administer the marriage tribunal in the Diocese of Renona, Rochester, day to day. So the vast majority of what I wind up doing practically as a canon lawyer is marriage law and annulments or declarations of nullity, as we technically call them. So, um, But since this is a relatively small diocese, I'm also on hand to answer general canon law questions. So this would probably fall under that. Sure, so. sure. Um, so distinguishing the difference between a sin, a civil law violation, and a canonical crime. Um, that's what we'll, we'll start out with? Absolutely. Okay, so um, I think um, all Catholics, we know what a sin is. So a sin is anything that's against God's will for us, against God's law, against God's plan for humanity. Um, generally, when we think of thing, sins, we think of the Ten Commandments. And there are lots of different things that can be a sin. Um, I think we're familiar with a lot of them. We all go to confession regularly, I hope. Um, canon law, it's surprising for most people, but uh, canon law isn't so much like a guidebook for teaching us how to be good Catholics, as much as it is sort of, um, it's the bare-bones rules that keep us from going off the rails. So canon law is actually a little less uh, comprehensive in terms of general Christian life than most people like to think. So not everything that's a sin is necessarily going to be a crime in canon law. And, and also, generally, canon law likes to take a light touch. So even, even things that the Code really wants us to do, if it can be phrased in terms of an encouragement or, or an exhortation, it will generally prefer to do that. So um, even if you're doing things you're maybe not uh, supposed to do, it's not necessarily even going to be a crime. So I'm thinking, uh, without getting too far on a tangent here. I know um, one canon uh, tells clergy they're not supposed to live lives of worldliness. That's not something you can qualify into a crime or not, though. So uh, a priest who's driving a Lamborghini and going on tropical vacations a couple times a year, and uh, they're not living according to how the code is telling them to, but that's not, strictly speaking, a crime. Um, so canonical crimes are actually relatively limited. Um, some examples might be um, oh, there's lots of examples. Uh, things like uh, somebody who has an ecclesiastical office taking a bribe, um, desecrating the Blessed Sacrament, making an attempt on the life of the Holy Father. Um, actually, most people don't know this, but having an abortion is a canonical crime or helping somebody get one. So it's there. a lot of them are, are very specific and not maybe um, what you would expect. So now, a civil law violation would be, uh, canon law is the Church's internal legal system, and it's universal. The whole Church all over the world follows our same canon law. The civil law is the law of the United States. And there are some similarities and parallels with our Church's legal system and the law of the United States. And actually, um, incidentally, canon law is the world's oldest continually operating legal system. So most laws in Western countries are actually based one way or another or inspired by canon law, even if it's, you know, several generations back. So, but not everything that's going to be illegal, according to our American civil law, a very few things, in fact, would be canonical crimes. So breaking the speed limit is a civil law violation. That's obviously, um, you know, the marriage tribunal is not going to deal with that if you break the speed limit. Um, stealing, like if you steal my car... That might be, that's a sin for sure. That's a civil law violation, but that's not something that's actually covered in canon law. Somebody who steals my 
car has been, they should go to confession, probably, but we're not going to be able to prosecute them under the code of canon law for something like that. Um, if that all makes sense. That does. That does. This is Paul Braun. I'm co-hosting. Uh, Jenna, we sure appreciate you uh, being with us this morning. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, here's a, a question we just uh, uh, just got. Um, can canonical crimes be forgiven in the confessional, or does someone have to get special forgiveness for a canonical crime? Um, that's actually an excellent question. So it depends on the crime, actually. So if, um, and we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here, so um, some canonical penalties are actually automatic, so you commit the crime and you automatically have a penalty attached to it. Um, Some, very few crimes, um, there's an automatic penalty, and the lifting of the penalty is reserved to somebody other than the priest and the confessional. So if you were to, say, um, desecrate the Blessed Sacrament. That penalty is reserved to the Holy See in Rome. So if you were to go to confession for that, uh, the priest could theoretically forgive the sin, but you have a penalty, and that penalty is excommunication, and excommunication means you can't receive the sacraments. So because you have this penalty of not being able to receive the sacraments, the priest can't forgive you because you have that penalty. And in a case like that, you need to write to, um, there's an office in Rome called the Apostolic Penitentiary, and they're the ones who handle these things. So the priest would write a confidential letter. They would give him permission to lift the penalty. He could do that and then um, absolve you. And, and I'm saying you for convenience. Obviously, I'm not right. presuming people here. <laughs> 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 yeah, I haven't done much of that lately. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate we have so little time with you to talk about such a, a deep and, uh, I mean, when I say deep, I mean a very uh, detailed you know, um, subject matter, but, um, you know, can you explain like what medicinal and exploratory penalties are? Like it's actually expiatory penalties, Ex- but that's, people oh. get that wrong a lot. Okay. Say that again. What is it? Expiatory. Okay. Expiatory. So there's, yeah. There's medicinal penalties and expiatory penalties. So, um, Medicinal penalties are actually the more common ones, and they're called medicinal because it's like medicine. It's actually for the person's benefit to help them. So um, the medicinal penalties you most often hear of are excommunication and interdict, and those are, um, you're still Catholic if you're excommunicated. You're still actually obligated to do all the things Catholics do, so you still have to go to Mass on Sundays. But you're not able to receive the sacraments if you have an ecclesiastical office, like basically you work for the church, like I'm a judge, you can't exercise that office. Um, So that's actually, if somebody's excommunicated, that's really meant as like a wake-up call to them. So, um, for example, uh, one crime um, is heresy. So if I'm regularly writing that there's four people in the Trinity and Bishop Quinn has told me to stop and I keep doing it, um, he could excommunicate me, and that would be a wake-up call that I'm actually doing something serious, and I need to attend to this for the good of my soul and for the good of the Church. You know, Jenna, it, what you have to offer, we have to have you back again. I mean, it's just like we have not allotted enough time for you, and it's actually time for our break already. Oh, and Yeah, I mean, it's like it's so full and so much, and so my apologies to our audience and to you as well. But we need to have you back because this is a subject that we need to untap even more and give you more time for. But thank you, thank you so much for joining us. 
Oh, sure. Like I said, it's my pleasure. Anytime. All right. Thank you, Jenna. It, okay. It's time for our first uh, for our next break of the morning. Uh, stay with us because uh, when we come back, we are going to be uh, just having some more wonderful conversation going on. So yeah. stay with us. This is Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Brad Gray. And this is Janine Vitson, your host on Real Presence Radio. And we want to wish you and your family a happy new year and God's blessings throughout 2019. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166-594. At the University of Mary, we offer a world-class education that's truly affordable. 99% of our students receive scholarships, and we offer a groundbreaking year-on-campus option to earn your bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four. That means less cost, less debt, and a tremendous boost in your lifetime earnings. For these reasons and more, we're the nation's most affordable, serious Catholic university. Discover more at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini-vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. The Wanzik Family Foundation has proudly supported the mission of Real Presence Radio since 2004. With their help, we've been able to continue spreading Jesus Christ's message of hope throughout North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. The Wanzik Family Foundation is dedicated to supporting Catholic initiatives and programs, like our weekly local show, Real Presence Live, heard on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, with the encores on Saturdays. Thank you to the Wanzik Family Foundation for being a part of this family of faith and hope. This year, your officials are making big decisions that will shape the future of life and dignity in Minnesota. Together, we can make sure Catholic voices count at the Capitol. This is Rachel Herbeck of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. On February 19th, join Minnesota Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Register today for this amazing day of prayer, inspiration, education, and advocacy to hear from speakers including Jim Caviezel from The Passion of the Christ. Get tickets and busing details at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It's going to be amazing. Would you like to produce our local program, Real Presence Live? The RPR Network is seeking a part-time producer for RPL, which airs Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. A qualified candidate will line up guests for weekly shows, write promotional pieces, run the audio board, manage podcasts, and create show promos. At least a two-year associate's degree in communication or media is preferred. If interested, please call me, Brandon Clark, at 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. Hi everyone, this is Andy Shaw along with Father Mike Malloy wishing you a wonderful and blessed new year. May God's blessing be with you all in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Have a great 2019 everyone.
You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. And thank you for joining us again on Real Presence Live. My name is Paul Braun, Director of Communications for the Diocese of Fargo with uh, Jeannie Vincent here w- with us today. And uh, thank you uh, so much for joining us. Um, it, this segment of the program is brought to you by the number nine. Uh, <laughs> number nine, nine ladies dancing. No, nine lives, nine days. It's nine days. And we have with us uh, Rochelle Savageau from the Diocese of Fargo, from the Respect Life Office. She's inviting us uh, on how we can participate in the Nine Days for Life Novena. Rochelle, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me on, Paul. Well, now, you've been with the Diocese of Fargo how long now? Quarter of a century. Okay. <laughs> 25 years. 25 years. Been through a bishop or two? Uh, uh, three. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do a fantastic job, Rochelle. Well, it's uh, you, such dear. a blessing, such a blessing, all the work that you do, and, and uh, oh, such a blessing for our diocese to have you. Rochelle, you. why do we have a Nine Days for Life Novena? What is the purpose of this? Well, the bishops of the United States, of course, they've always been in the front line of the battle regarding abortion in our country. And uh, leading up to the nine days for life, it's a time of prayer as we look at January 22nd, the observation, uh, the observance of the uh, January 22nd Roe v. Wade abortion decision. And the Church calls on us to enter into a time of prayer. January 22nd is on the Church calendar as a day of prayer for the legal protection of unborn children. And so we're called into this time of solidarity, this time of praying Catholics across our nation for the legal protection of unborn children, but also for the furthering of a culture of life in our nation. And we all know that life, human life, is under assault, not only the unborn child in the womb, but life of the elderly, the disabled, um, people who find themselves in human trafficking situations. It's just this exploitation of human life that has this need for us to come together for a great prayer to rise up to our Heavenly Father. You know, Rochelle, you talk about that. You know, the abortion issue has been with us, well, all of humanity, but especially when it became legal in the U.S. in 73. But it has, that culture of abortion now is, uh, ironically, you know, the very people who helped establish this law are now coming to their elderly days, (laughs) and euthanasia is becoming... I, I just find it very ironic and how important it is that we do pray womb to the tomb, um, you know, for human dignity. And we really have seen the ramifications of that Roe v. Wade abortion decision across our nation over these past 46 years. Like you said, Jeannie, it's not just about abortion and the unborn child who dies in the womb, but it affects human life through all its stages mm-hmm. and um, where it's violated and 
harmed and no longer respected. Right, right. Well, we want to thank our listening audience for tuning in to Real Presence Live right now. And uh, we have Rochelle Savageau, who's the director of the Pro-Life Office, the Respect Life Office in the Diocese of Fargo. And she's sharing with us about the nine-day novena for life. So, so Rochelle, how does somebody take part in this nine-day novena? What do they need to do? Well, it's really very easy. You know, I'm not a social media guru at all, (laughs) but uh, the USCCB has made it so easy. People can just simply go to 9daysforlife.com, and if you like to use social media, you can download an app. You can receive the daily intercessory prayers and reflections by email or by text, and simply take part in the novena each day that way. And for those who don't use those type of social media tools, you can also download the novena and just have it in hard copy with you to pray with. And and when does this start? What's the actual date? Well, we're just a few days away. January 14th is when it begins, and then it concludes on January 22nd, the Day of Prayer for the Legal Protection of Unborn Children. So then, you know, this novena, um, it it isn't just like a, you know, two-paragraph prayer. There's the intercession, there's prayers involved, there's reflection, you know, possibilities, there's acts of reparation. How beautiful is that? It's really an interactive prayer, calling people to not only use their hearts when they're praying, but to use their minds in order to learn, to grow, to understand, well, what does this mean to build a culture of life around me? And then it calls us, like you said, to engage our bodies in acts of reparation. And so it's really um, a whole being, a whole person prayer that we're making during these nine days. And and so the bishops across the U.S. are asking for this to be done. I'm sure there's worldwide um, as well, even though Roe v. Wade isn't their anniversary, is still an incredible, uh, it, it's a massive problem. Uh, 41.9 million babies that we know of worldwide just this last year, I believe, isn't it? It's right. just un. Yeah. un heard of uh, numbers. And so for each of our listeners, uh, please think seriously about doing this novena for life because prayer is our most powerful weapon against this sin uh, that, that's just scourging our world right now. Rochelle, a, a personal question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what does this novena mean to you personally? Well, I think it's a way to be part of this solidarity that we're called to. John Paul II spoke so much about the need for solidarity, and it's a way to be in communion with others that I may not see and do not know, but together we're raising up this one voice um, to our Heavenly Father, asking Him to look upon us with love and compassion as we strive to build a culture of life. But it's also a time when uh, we're in preparation here to begin our diocesan pilgrimage to the March for Life, and we'll be praying this novena over the days that we are on pilgrimage. And so it, again, has this meaning in this place for all those who will be traveling, whether they're going to D.C., 
to Colorado on Denver, I think, has a March for Life this year, San Francisco, Los Angeles. It's a unity in prayer as we make our way to this public witness in the public square about the dignity, the respect that is due to all human life. All right. We thank you so much, Rochelle, for for uh, being with us today. Um, once again, how can people, uh, What where can they find the materials to, to be involved in, in, in this novena? Yeah, it's very simple. Just go to 9daysforlife.com, and the USCCB website is going to connect you with all the tools that you need to download an app or sign up for email or text. Okay. Sounds like it's a fairly simple thing to do and, and a powerful thing. There's What's more powerful than a novena, right, Rochelle? Exactly. Exactly. Praise God. So we thank you so much uh, for being with, with us again. Rochelle Savageau, she's the leader of the Respect Life Pro-Life Office for the Diocese of Fargo. You do great work, Rochelle, and we so much appreciate your efforts for uh, for all pro-life activities uh, in the diocese and, and, and elsewhere. So you do a wonderful job, and thank you for your for your commitment. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, we have uh, some exciting things that our production assistant, Gregory, is going to fill us in on the next show. Yeah, so coming up on Tuesday, our hosts will be the Waltz Brothers, You'll be able to pick at their minds a little bit with the Sons of Thunder during our regular Straight Talk segment from 9.30 to 10 on Tuesday. And we'll take you on a 10-minute tour around the area to get a look at all the great events happening near you. And most of the U.S. bishops recently participated in a retreat, but as widely publicized as it was, were our local shepherds able to re-energize and focus themselves? The Diocese of Duluth's Bishop Paul Serba will let us in on his perspective. All this and more coming up on Tuesday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. A lot of good stuff coming up. Yes, there's, it is. Uh, you know, we have such a fantastic listening area, and there's great things that are happening everywhere throughout our diocese. Um, in fact, Tuesday, it will be coming live. Um, St. Alexius in Bismarck helping highlight the area's largest baby shower for First Choice Women's Clinic with Real Presence Radio. Isn't that cool? That is a nice nice idea. I have to tell you that uh, St. Alexius does wonderful things as far as helping people who have, who, who have, who have also lost a child, too. Oh. And they do wonderful things with that. And uh, um, I think that's going to be a wonderful program next Tuesday. And uh, I certainly enjoyed myself today. Uh, it was just here. a fantastic morning. So many, so many great, uh, great guests that we had, and definitely we're going to have to have Jenna from the Diocese of Winona Rochester back because, boy, can, canonical law. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about that, and, and, I, and I've been she working, just yeah. is a wealth of information. No, I, I've been working for the Diocese, the Fargo Diocese, about two and a half years, and it, 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 it amazes me that some of the things that uh, that office has to has to work with, um, and and some of the things that that go on there. And you're right, uh, it, it's something that lay people don't know a lot about. Right. Um, it's it's something maybe they don't care a lot about, but. That maybe that that shouldn't be the case. We we yeah. need to, we need to educate ourselves more. I, I don't think it's that they don't 
care about it. I think that we just, uh, it's not usually part of our catechism. No, <laughs> you know? it's not. It's like we just don't know about it. So you really I don't can't kn- wait to hear it come back. You really don't hear about canonical law until some, someone has violated it, pretty much, for, sure, the, for, the, sure. for the most part. And and so it's, uh, it, that, yeah, that could be a, a terrific uh, uh, segment as well. segment, you bet. Thanks for helping me out today. Oh, thank you, Appreciate Paul, it. for and thank you, all of our listeners. Thank you, thank you. May God bless you and have a wonderful day. Good night. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central. The Encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the Encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live, on the Real Presence radio network.